0: You're a monster! Welcome in to another episode of the Football Monsters Podcast. You got your boy Caleb back for another fun episode of football. Guys, we got a monster guys today. We got a Q&A section that we're going to be jumping on to. Again, Deucer and the boy Dev is not on with us, but you know what? We're still going to have a great time, man, because that's just what we do. Real quick, you can follow us on our, all of our social media pages at the Monsters FB. Like, subscribe, follow us. Ask us any questions you want. Come chat with us all things football and just have a good time. That's just what we're here to do, is have fun talking about football. So let's jump into it. Monster, monster. monster guys for this week. So, unfortunately, Devin has been busy. I have not been able to get uh, his monster guy. But what we're going to do is he'll just text me it this weekend. We'll put it up on Twitter so that you guys all know before the games start. That way we can track it. But I'm going to throw my guy out there right now. And my monster guy for this weekend is going to come out of nowhere. You ready? Go and taste some hell. All right? The Cardinals have one of the worst defenses in the league. They give up a crap ton of yards on the ground and in the air. They're actually the worst, I think, at both, um, according to uh, fantasy data. Double checking, double checking. Yep, they are the worst at both. So they give up the most yards in the air and on the ground. How disappointing. But you also don't have Michael Thomas. You also don't have Jarvis Landry. So to me, Chris Olave, Taysom Hill. I've got to go Taysom Hill. He just finds a way to get some points. He did have almost a 40-point game, uh, not this past week, but the week before. I'm just going to take my shot with it. I like the matchup. They also – the. Cardinals give up the second most points to the tight end position in all of football. So technically he is listed as a tight end, which is crazy, Uh, but he is. And so I'm actually going to go with Taysom Hill. Um, I think uh, just watch out for him, especially he's going to be a really good DFS play for this weekend. If you guys are into daily fantasy sports, if so, check out DraftKings. They are the best. So uh, Caleb, the deucer, also throwing out Robbie Anderson for this week. We do like that matchup. You know, again, he's going on the opposite side. Um, it can be kind of high scoring. Uh, so he's going to pick Robbie Anderson. I'm going to Hill. We'll see which one comes out victorious in that game. But for more fun stuff, let's chat Q&A, man. Let's, let's do this. So, thanks for everybody that reached out. We had a ton of questions. We did only pick six. I'm probably only gonna get through four or five. I apologize. Whatever we don't get to, we will get to next weekend and we'll take care of those. Check out those for our Tuesday episode next week. So first things first <clears throat> where's cam acres going that is I mean it's a solid question. um I don't know honestly. <laughs> If I did, I probably would be a GM um, on a football team. But my best get is this you know, when I'm looking at Cam Akers, he does not have a high cap hit. And there's some teams that are definitely looking um, for a young running back um, or that could use a young running back, a guy that can catch out of the backfield that also has some power. Um, let's be honest, I don't know what's going on with the Rams. If it's a scheme issue, if it's just he doesn't get along with coaches, if they're just wanting him to get. You know, maybe just a fresh start somewhere else. I don't know what the issue is, but the fact that he's not traveling with the team is kind of a telltale sign that they're trying to move him. This is also going to kind of flow into another question. Okay. Because we also asked what's the best and worst case scenario for Christian McCaffrey trade? For a Christian McCaffrey trade. Well, the Rams would be a likely situation for Christian McCaffrey to go to. You know, you're looking at maybe moving a Cam Akers. You do not have a lot of depth then at running back. Bringing in a Christian McCaffrey would make sense. Also, let's keep in mind that they do have the cap space for this year. Now, moving forward, I mean, Christian McCaffrey, I think his cap hit for this year is 8-7. But moving forward, he's got a nineteen five the next two years and then a fifteen four before he's a UFA. That's a, bit, that's a pretty hefty big cap hit. And not a lot of teams are going to, you know, Gonna want to take that, take on that, so if that's the case, maybe Carolina pays some of that off for him. We'll see, but if that's if if it is true, then Carolina might want to have a running back coming back in this scenario. Kim Akers could work, so doing that that would be a very good situation in my opinion for Christian McCaffrey because the Rams could really use that type of skill set out of the backfield. Gives you know Cooper Cup some. Assistance in the passing game and offset with the running game and Matthew Stafford a little bit less pressure and just another option So I think that's a good option um, for christian mccaffrey. I also think that would help cam Akers. Now cam Akers also could be end up in buffalo. I don't know If you know the rams are looking at maybe sending something to buffalo Um, uh, but if i'm buffalo and i'm looking at both of these running backs I do not have a lot of cap space this year and moving forward Cam Akers would make a little bit more sense and a little bit more of a fit, but is he a major upgrade? Not necessarily. I'm not a Zach Moss fan. I think Cam Akers is better than Zach Moss, but is Cam Akers that much better than Devin Singletary? When healthy, I would argue and say yes. If you look at what he's done in the playoffs, he's been very good and he can be very efficient when his head is right. He also needs the opportunity. So it could be an interesting fit in Buffalo as well. But then we also have to talk Chiefs. The Chiefs did make a play, move some cap space around, restructuring Travis Kelsey. Makes me wonder if they're going to make a move. Now, again, out of the three teams I just brought up, they're in the middle. So Buffalo has the least, the Chiefs have the middle amount, Rams have the most cap space for this year. It would be interesting to see, like, would they move Clyde Edwards to layer and bring in Christian McCaffrey, or could they even take Cam Akers? I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure. I think if Christian McCaffrey ends up in Buffalo or Kansas City, I'm not a huge fan of either. I'm really not. I, do, I, I Honestly, I don't think either of those would really be, if because I'm the fantasy owner of Christian McCaffrey in a league. If he ends up in Kansas City, I'd be a little bit more happier, I guess, than if he ended up in Buffalo. I think Buffalo could be the worst-case scenario for me as a Christian McCaffrey owner because you have Josh Allen, who runs the ball very well and is a big dude. And I don't see that changing. You also have a very high-powered passing game up there. And yes, as he can catch the ball, that high-powered passing game is downfield. I think that's worst-case scenario. But again, it's just so intriguing to have Cam Akers also available because I think he's a cheaper option that I think maybe has a little bit more of a market with. I think it's going to be very hard to not only have to trade the pieces to get a Christian McCaffrey versus Cam Akers, but you also have the contract issues as well. But very good questions. And I kind of you know killed two birds with one stone, maybe, in those questions. Um... But again, I also just want to preface this that it's really hard, in my opinion, to trade running backs in the NFL just because there's always an abundance of running backs. You know, maybe Seattle, you know, again, but they're not going to trade in division. Um, I don't think they, they, they're going to try and go get a Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey is going to go to a team that's looking to go Super Bowl all in, which is why Buffalo would make sense, which is why the Rams could possibly make sense if they can get their act together. Um, he's going to go to a team that's trying to get to a Super Bowl this year but you still have to deal with that contract moving forward. Okay. So here we go. We got a dynasty trade question here. We got B- Brian Robinson for James Robinson and Curtis Samuel. So in dynasty, so Brian Robinson for the commanders. Okay. Okay. Not not bad. Okay, so James Robinson and Curtis Samuel. So Curtis Samuel, to me, I, I really like Curtis Samuel. I think he's been able to play really well. I think he's, in my opinion, like Dynamie Brown's disappeared. Curtis Samuel's really taken over that slot position. You, know, you still have Scary Terry there. Um, well, Curtis Samuel's kind of coming out as like the wide receiver on that team. T- Taylor Heineke is going to be in this weekend, so it's going to be a little bit different of a format there because you don't have the consistent Carson, I shouldn't say consistent Carson Wentz, but the consistency of having Carson Wentz in there, you kind of know what you're going to get with him, which isn't always going to be good. So Taylor Heineke has had really good games. He's also had some bad games. We'll see. He's never really, I don't know. That's going to be very interesting. I would take this though. Um, I would take this if I'm the Brian Robinson owner. So I don't know which side you're going to, you're, you're trying to be on, but if, if I'm going to get Brian Robinson, I would definitely James trade away, James Robinson and Curtis Samuel for Brian Robinson. If I'm getting James Robinson and Curtis Samuel, I'm giving up Brian Robinson. That's a little bit harder for me to swallow just because James Robinson's going to be taken out by Travis Etienne soon anyway. So I don't think that he's going to be a long-term viable option anyway. Curtis Samuel definitely has more value long-term, but James Robinson doesn't. So I'd still be okay, I think, taking it. I think either way, I think I would take this trade because you can always get another running back in the draft. And you still come out with Curtis Samuel, which is solid. Okay, yeah. I think that's a good trade. Uh, looks like we have a redraft redraft question here. We've got Jonathan Taylor. No, sorry. We've got Derrick Henry for Jonathan Taylor and George Pickens. That is actually really funny because I hilariously just made this exact trade. I don't even know how that came through. That's freaking hilarious. So I literally just made this exact trade. And so, yeah, if you have that, do it in a heartbeat. I don't know. I really don't understand how this came through. But, um, I, I yeah, I legitimately actually just did this trade, this exact trade in another league. I traded Derrick Henry for Jonathan Taylor and George Pickens. I think Taylor's going to have a bounce back rest of the season. Um, so I think he's kind of a buy low candidate. Derrick Henry's been playing really well. That's fine. But being able to get a Jonathan Taylor who could possibly be an RB1 the rest of the season, like at RB1 the rest of the season, if healthy, and having a George Pickens, who's again, another one of those wide receivers that is kind of taking over the wide receiver core out there in Pittsburgh. And if Pickett's in there, he really likes Pickens. Pickett to Pickens, you know, it kind of just, you know, makes sense. So, yeah, I like that trade a lot. All right, last question here. <laughs> Thoughts on who an early front runner for rookie of the year? Well, I did just put out on Twitter. All right. So, on Twitter just a couple of days ago, if you want to check that out, you can also let me know who you th- guys think is your early rookie of the year um, for the NFL. I really like Damian Pierce, guys. I've been saying it all season long. Obviously, you got Brees Hall. Uh, Chris Olavi is having a heck of a season. Drake London is doing pretty well. Um, you know, there's, there's definitely some players worth I mean, George Pickens is also having a great season. So there's definitely some players here that are, you know, in this category, um, that can really make a solid play. I mean, it's definitely early, but I, I really think if Damian Pierce continues to play the way that he can or that he is the rest of the season, because there's just not a lot of talent on Houston. I think it's kind of overshadow, or it's, you know, it's kind of casting a negative shadow on Damian Pierce, but he's having a hell of a season. It's not really going to be reflected in their, you know, their end of the year, like, you know, you know, record, you know, like he's not going to be the only, he's not going to be the reason that they're going to win, but he's definitely not going to be the reason they're losing games, you know, just because again, there's so much, um, So many issues there right now versus like a Brees Hall who's got a Zach Wilson and an Elijah Moore and a Garrett Wilson, like all this talent on the team, you know, and then you have Brees Hall. So there's a lot of talent there. They also have a pretty good line. Houston just doesn't have that. And Damian Pierce is still a freaking beast. I really like Damian Pierce for this because I also feel like if Houston didn't have Damian Pierce... Not only are they going to continue to lose games, they're going to lose them by a, even a lot more than they already are. <laughs> like, like if, if he wasn't there, they're just going to be that much worse. Uh, he is just a talent, and I think that he's somebody that they can start building around. I don't think Davis Mills is the answer right now. He's not been playing very well. He is, I think, the worst quarterback in the league currently. Him and Baker Mayfield are kind of vying for that, you know, worst QBR slot. Um, and he's not even hurt where his baker is. <laughs> but, anyways, I think, I, like I said, I think mine would be Damian Pierce. But you guys tell me, you guys go out on the Twitter page. You can find us at the Monsters FB. Again, like us, subscribe, follow us for, for content. But let me know who you guys think Rookie of the Year is going to be. Who's early winner right now? Brees Hall? Is it Drake London? Is it Chris Olave? Is it Damian Pierce? Is it somebody I haven't mentioned? Let me know what your thoughts are. But thanks again, guys. As that is our Q and A, um, we do have one more, but I'm gonna wait for Devin to come back because I think he's gonna have a lot of answers for this one. Um, so we'll, you know, so whoever gave us the Hendon Hooker question, uh, stay tuned for Tuesday's episode. We will get that out to you. But thanks again, guys, for listening to another episode of the Football Monsters Podcast with your boy Caleb. Catch you next time back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not heater on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. Yeah. I can be rude, be in a mood. I can be rotten. I can be cool, man like a fool, but never forgotten. Creeping in the dark, waiting for you.